Hey everyone, this is Andrew from the Produce Podcast. Before we get started, uh, this is our second part in our two-part episode with uh, Loaded Grape. And just like the first one, we did have some uh, background noise and audio issues that weren't able to get out completely. So um, just warning you on that. And since this is a two-parter, feel free to swing back and listen to the first part before you get started. Cheers! Welcome to the Brew News Podcast, all the news that's fit to brew. I'm Andrew Jennings, and this week we're doing our second part of our interview with Danny and Andy of Loaded Grape, a beer and wine bottle shop in Greensboro, North Carolina. If you haven't listened to the first part, please pop on back and listen to last week's episode, and then you'll be caught up. Cheers. So if you guys were going to start again today, brand new, let's say all the stars aligned like they were a year and a half ago, what advice would you give yourselves? Uh, yeah, you go ahead. Uh, I I would probably say, um, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why does everyone say that? <laughs> well, you know, it's so. This is almost a lifestyle business, right? So we're here all the time, mm-hmm. pretty much. I mean, we're just now getting ready. Where we, well, we have hired, or we're getting ready to hire some people, um, but uh, it's. We're here a lot, so mm-hmm. it takes a lot of time um, and a lot of sacrifice. You know, you, you miss things with family, you miss things with friends, um, you miss vacations. Um, I know Danny told me, you know, when he first started, he just looked at me and said, "You know, this is going to eat into my Disney time, right?" And I said, "Yep, <laughs> I know that very well." So, uh, and 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 that's what it is. It's 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 a lot of work. People don't realize how mm-hmm. much work it is because we do everything. We clean, we sweep, we inventory, we mm-hmm. sell, we worked bar we and we both do it so yeah um, it's a child yeah so if you don't want to have a child don't do it because it, it really, don't listen to that yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's one of those you do, it is a child because you're you're, you're caring for it um, one because it's yours and you've created it and you want to make sure that everybody else likes it right just like you know you as you're raising your child you want everybody to be like oh that's you ate it you raised a really nice uh you know son mm-hmm. daughter um and so as you're as you're putting your heart and soul into um making sure that everything is right especially today in today's age of technology where people are finding you based on reviews on google and facebook and whatever else is out there reviewing you you know the one thing that we can control is the environment i don't make the wine i don't make the beer so if you don't like that that's not my fault but i i I have to make sure the environment in which you're consuming those products meets what you're expecting Mm -hmm. and leave you feeling happy that you came in time and time and time again so it's almost the Starbucks things, right? I mean, you're, people are going to Starbucks. They're not going because it's $5 coffee and it's really great. They're going because they like the atmosphere. Right. So, uh, And if you like the atmosphere, you're going to go back again. And you're going to go back again. You're going to go back again. So we control the atmosphere. Therefore, we provide that experience that people are looking for. And um, that's what's making us successful. Um, and it's working because we have 62 five-star reviews on Google. Whew. I mean... We've had people walk in here just to say, I just came here because you have such a, a good review. Um, and and so it validates mm-hmm. what we're doing, that we're doing it right. Um, you know, and even in our wine club, what makes me happy, and I know Danny too, but a lot of times, 
75% of the time, I would say people look, they just look at us and say, I can't choose. Mm -hmm. I liked all of them. And, and you know, we taste a lot of work. I mean, we constantly tasting things. Um, and it just goes back to the whole experience thing, mm -hmm. right? So you validate it. You, said <laughs> you don't like Sauvignon Blanc, but you picked one. I picked one. So we're doing something right, I think, mm -hmm. and, and it's working. Yep. And I would also say that, you know, at this point we are uh, growing to the point where we might be one of the biggest um, wine clubs in the triad. Wow. Um, I think, you know, our goal was to get to 160 by the end of this year, and I think we're going we're gonna to hit that pace. And I think once as soon as we get closer to that 200 number, we'll be one of the largest clubs in the triad, if not the largest at, the, at that number. Um, uh, so we're convincing people who aren't joining other clubs to come to ours, and they're enjoying it to, to the point where they're getting their friends to join and, and bringing those folks in. And we've never, I would say the other thing that we haven't done that, you know, a, 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 if I was restarting, spend a little bit more money in marketing in the beginning, but we didn't, we, which we didn't do, because we again, we were intentionally trying to grow a little bit s slower. Um, we put the money somewhere else. And we put the money other places. Inventory but, or whatever. Yeah, and now, you know, you know, that that's what drives your business, though, right? Um, so our business has only grown predominantly based on social media mm -hmm. and word of mouth. And I would say word of mouth has done more than social media will ever do. Mm -hmm. um, and so that word of mouth, you know, is something you can't pay for, right? There's no, uh, you know, you can you can say, okay, well, it cost me 25 cents to acquire that one person who walked in because of Facebook, and you can have an analytic on that. But when someone says, hey, my friend told me about it, or I've heard about your place at the office, I finally got in here, you can't, there's no monetary for that. Um, because... That's golden. What are you talking about? You, yeah. you, you, you that is that is the one thing that any business would desires, right? Mm -hmm. Word of mouth, and um, and that's what creates the the buzz and the hype on something. Mm -hmm. um, I think we're still probably one of Greensboro's hidden gems that a lot of people don't have not discovered because we haven't spent twenty five, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars on on marketing mm -hmm. our business. Um, yeah, watch out when we do that. So. Right. <laughs> when we're ready to do that, I, th yeah. I really think that, you know, at that point, people are going to be like, well, how long have you been around? We're going to be like three, four years at that point. Right. And they're going to say, what? How? I yeah. didn't know you were here. And yeah, we, we get constantly, every day, didn't know you were here. Mm -hmm. Multiple people. Um, yeah. And A, it surprises me, but B, it doesn't because we don't spend that money to do that. Um, but yeah, word of mouth. I always, if I don't recognize a face, I always approach them, I introduce myself, and I say, how'd you hear about us? Mm -hmm. And then it's usually through Facebook or social media or somebody told me. Yep. Um, and you, know, you always like to hear, you know, the latter is obviously the best way. But. Right. Yeah. I know we came in uh, because we saw your sign. Um, We've had that happen too. Yeah, because yeah. you guys are tucked away, and, and tucked, not super tucked away, mm -hmm. but just off Battleground in Greensboro, which is major thoroughfare. And, um, in a shopping strip, and we had we'd seen the we'd seen the previous tenants, whatever the wine. Mm -hmm. uh, we saw wine. We're like, oh, well, we like wine, but we never went in. Right. Never ever went in. And we saw it change one day to loaded grape. And we're like, well, let's pop in. And I can't remember. I think it was Danny mm -hmm. was here when I came in the first time, and we got wine club for my mom for her birthday. Mm -hmm. And then we joined, of course. And a year later, we're still members. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. 
So this is a little bit more fun question. Um, and so is your mom. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still well, there's still numbers because we're still paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That counts. He so made it we, as a it's like we, gift, we though, right? Because you, you re- <laughs> we 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 up every yeah, uh, yeah every oh, every holiday. Yeah. I think or birthday. You birthday, did birthday and Christmas. You did birthday, Christmas. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll do, six months at a time. Or yeah, we do something like that. Yeah. Uh, Father's Day, Mother's Day, something like that. we just yeah. split it around. But yeah, um, a little bit more fun question. Of everything you guys have here in the store right now. What is your favorite thing to drink on a day like today? A day like today? A day like today. Don't worry, the follow-up question is favorite thing overall. Right. So you can answer that if that's easier. No, I'd, I'll, I'll let you go first. I, I'd, I'd be drinking an IPA. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think um, we have a lot of great selections of IPAs right now. Um, so the specific one, I don't know. That's but your go-to I, favorite, though. That's my go-to favorite. Well, see, that's the second remember. question. That's not the first question. No, I didn't. No, he, no, <laughs> you I, can still enjoy an IPA today. Well, is, if you said like a, like the Silent Night, I know you guys got back there. Um, that I would question you if you want no, to drink that today. <laughs> no, no, I'd definitely, I'd definitely be going to have an IPA. Okay. So, yeah, I, I would go to a white wine right now today. Um, in fact, one thing that I have learned is that we do taste so much wine. Um, and you know we're in the wine business a lot. We're in the beer business too. But you know if I'm away from here, I'm usually getting a beer. Right. Or in the past, I would usually get a glass of wine mm-hmm. or maybe a mixed drink or something. But now I'm just like, no, I just need a beer. I just need to. It helps cleanse my palate. Um, it's refreshing after drinking all that. Even in the wintertime, you know, it would be a darker beer. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I would go to one of the local breweries, support them, and you know, have a beer. Follow. I would probably. You know, on a if I was going to, I'd probably go grab a bottle of wine. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's back. Uh, no, 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 no. Day like today, no, no. To follow up the question, what would I, you know, like what would the be my go-to? What's your favorite, right? What's your go-to? Well, my go- no. He said on a day like today, I would drink an IPA because right now the weather's perfect. I'd go do that. But if it's if it comes down to what what would I prefer to grab, I'm gonna go probably grab you know um, an, a, one of the bottles of, of Reds. No, yeah, Merlot. Yeah, no, <laughs> Danny's favorite. <laughs> I, 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 I'll make sure I get him one for Christmas. Yes, please do. <laughs> I, I definitely would be buying buying some wine. I, would, I definitely would be going that route. Um, uh, Hands down for me, it's shot enough to pop. Any day of the week, that's mm-hmm. my go-to bottle of wine. Birthday, holiday, Tuesday night, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just love that wine. I, I'd probably be grabbing that Orange Swift Abstract. I like that. Hmm, I don't think I've had either of those. It's awesome. I'll get right on that. When people visit Loaded Grape... What is the one thing you want them to take away when they leave, besides a bottle of wine? Or, or, or six pack, pack of beer. beer. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's, the, what, what's the experience you want them to have as they're leaving to make them say, I want to come back? I, so we intentionally, when we opened, we didn't put TVs in here. Mm-hmm. There's no televisions here. So don't come here if, you want, if you're expecting to drink a beer and watch the game. That's not going to happen. Uh, what that does is it allows, it's always fun to sit around and, and watch this. People even put down their phones. Mm-hmm. They're not engaged, they, they engage with each other. And there's not a lot of places now in our world where we disconnect from the world of social media um, and everything and just enjoy each other's company. Um, and so I, I like when people leave here and they're like, we, we had such a good time. And it was because they were talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason they had a good time. Because when they go other places, they're probably having good times, but they're at the dinner and they're looking at their phone, finding out what the sports scores are or whatever. When they're here, they're engaged with each other. And 
now we've kind of been open for a while that even if you came in as a couple, now you've recognized and you've made friends with other people who might be here that night, and mm-hmm. then they end up sitting together, and then they end up going, calling and getting Chinese together. They, that was not the plan for the evening, right? So the evening then evolves into something that, that, that came naturally uh, of, of people coming together just to have wine or beer, but end up making friends uh, mm-hmm. and, having, and, and having relationships with other individuals in the shop, which I think... We, we, there's not a lot of places that that you're going to have that experience. Yeah, I, I've, it doesn't happen to me a lot around Greensboro. I mean, mm-hmm. I go and I enjoy myself, but here it, it happens across all ages. Yep. I mean, you have twenty somethings talking to sixty somethings. Mm-hmm. You have, you know, girls who, you know, who get together and becomes friends, and then they go out and do a girls' night together, or they come back here and do a girls' night together, mm-hmm. which is what I want. But yeah, I, I would say that people feel really comfortable here. Um, and relaxed mm-hmm. there is not a lot of uh, uh, there's no there's not there's no clicks here there's no people talk to each other um, and have conversations mm-hmm. awesome. and you know, one of the things is is because of that is the TV thing uh, uh, and we thought so our beer night is 75% demographic women mm-hmm. which we thought beer night guys right no no, and it took us a while to figure out why, but we think it's because we don't have TVs. Hmm. Okay. So guys are going to come in, they they drink the beer, they're looking, you know, to just to be distracted by something, right? Distract, right. Yeah. So that's why you go to a sports bar, and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I can watch nine different televisions. I don't have to talk to anybody, um, which is fine. Which is fine. If you want to do that, but I also think uh, as well. I, I know based on our uh, our beer tastings, which are on Wednesdays from five thirty to seven thirty. Um, are with uh, a different brewery featured every feature, Wednesday. Feature featuring different breweries or cideries or any of those things. Um, you know, our clientele, especially on those Wednesdays, want to know more about the process. Mm-hmm. How are they brewing? You know, what what hops are you using? Uh, and they ask those questions, yeah. and I literally will have the rep come up and go, "I do so many tastings that nobody ever cares what hops in it. They just go, let me drink it, right? Yeah. And then your clientele so wants yeah. to know, you know, <laughs> they what, freak out actually. Yeah, and they, and they like it's so excited. They're like, man, they actually really were engaged with our brewery. Yeah. Like, where is it? I want to come after drinking. I'm like, I want to come visit. You know, how how do I, you know, how do I get there? Um, you know, what's at the brewery? We, we, we have beer reps telling other beer reps, like, dude, you should go to the Loaded Grape. What's that? I never heard of that place. No, I'm telling you, man, the customers really like it there. Like, they ask me so many questions and they're like, he's like, I was just like blown away. Especially the one guy, he was really funny. But it happens consistently. I mean, mm-hmm. we get our customers want to be educated, and they want to know whether it's beer or wine. Hmm. They want to know the story, and that's part of it. And that's also it's just goes back to the original thing: craft wineries, small, just like craft breweries, they have a story too. Mm-hmm. And we've stuck with the wine thing because it works for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I and, and the stories. Yeah. People like the stories. They want to know. Okay, well, how and how did you get that name? Like, why did you call it X Y Z beer? Yeah. <laughs> they, they give the story, and um, it, it, and that sticks with them. And they'll come in and go, "Hey, do you have any more of you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can get you more. Like, we get it. You mm-hmm. know, it's um, uh, and I don't know what it is either. But I mean, because you got other places, and it's like, yep, yeah, try it, done, and they kind of stick to themselves. But here, 
and, and they, they come up, that guy was great. I really enjoyed the beer and the story, and um, when are you going to have him back? And uh, it happens consistently. Yeah, and consistently now we're, we're, you know, 40 to 80 people tasting in a two-hour period. Uh, for beer. For beer. And that... And that larger for wine. And, and they'll go to places, and they're like, man, I'm lucky if I see 20 people in two hours right uh not not squeezing that many that many people in in, in a two-hour period um and and i think that's a testament to you know again that word of mouth that work that we've put in to creating that experience where i can come here and taste beer that i that i'm not tasting everywhere else right you can go you know to other places here in town and they have nice beer selections but you're not tasting it for free no you're not getting that free experience. You're going to go, okay, let me buy a flight. It's going to cost you 8 to 10 bucks to drink that flight It's and it, to get that experience. Here you're going to taste that flight for free mm-hmm. uh, and have a brewery rep explaining the passion behind what they're making. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know now we're even getting to the point where some of the reps are asking, like, hey, can you, can we figure out a date so that the brewmaster can come? Because mm. uh, they're, they're, they're coming back and they just enjoyed their first tasting so much that they actually want to have the brewmaster here. Yeah, and we do that with uh, winemakers too. Mm-hmm. And when those guys show up, the winemakers and owners, that select crowd turns up. Because you, you don't get that experience. Like even if you go to their brewery, you're not, there's no guarantee you're going to get to meet the brewer Usually you or, don't. or yeah. the owner. Yeah. Yeah. You know? um, and so uh, you know, to have those people wanting to come to our shop to, to give that, that extra... Um, it's awesome. Plus, it, plusing great. that experience of going. Well, now I, I met the owner. That's why I drink this. Mm-hmm. I met the brewmaster, so I know. You know, let me tell you all. So you're sitting there having that experience, not just here, but now you're going to take that experience to, to your house, to your friend's house, and you're going to or, or the office and say, yeah. "Man, I got to meet the brewmaster at this place. It was so cool." Or to the brewery, or to the winery in Napa, or wherever. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times those guys show up. He's handing out his cards. He says, "Hey." Come out and see me. When you yeah. Just give me a call before you come, and I'll hook you up. And yeah. they will do it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we already have one group that, that's planning to go out to Napa. Yeah. Because the owner was like, "Hey, come out. I'll get you guys free tasting while you're out yeah. here." And uh, and they're 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 gung ho because they really love the wine. So that's yeah. cool. Because because a lot of times, also when you have those wineries, uh, just like breweries too, um, there's certain things that's winery only. So you we will never be able to taste it or sell it. Right. Uh, so if you like a particular you know, brand. There's sometimes you have to go to the brewery or or the winery in order to right. get some of the specialty stuff that they're maybe only bro- again brewing. You well, know, we're, but we're getting gallons, there. I think we're building that reputation where we might get a little, every once in a while a little once something. A while. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, which is cool because then we can say, ah, nobody else has this. So, got it. Awesome. But those go quick, and you can't ever get them again. So that's the <laughs> other side of it. So it's like, hey, it was nice. But that's the same thing with craft beer, right? Yeah. Like that special release comes out, and you're not getting it for another year. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the same thing with wine, if you, right? If you get it. Exactly. If you get it, right. And I can yeah, also yeah. say that now, with the, the trend right now, is everybody going to like 16-inch cans, doing four-packs. Mm-hmm. That's that's the trend right now. Uh, and so uh, I think you're, you're, you're going to see very – and you're, you're going to see a, a lack of glass because mm-hmm. glass is starting to get more expensive than canning. Um, and the shipping the weight. And, and the shipping and the weight. Shipping and weight. Fragile. Recyclability. Yeah, it's not – A lot of the ethos of breweries is going outside. You can't take – can't take glassware outside right. as easily as you can cans yeah. and then now in greensboro we can't recycle glass anymore i definitely see a lot more separate conversation i definitely see a lot more of the of, of you know so i guess if, if you're a beer guy 
get ready. If you love to add a glass, it's just not gonna it's not gonna be done as yeah. much. I mean, I, Foothills is gonna be starting to go into cans. So, oh really? Yeah. So, uh, but they're gonna go 16 ounce, and so you know you're gonna get yeah. more. You know, so so imagine you know right now where you're getting a six pack of Jade at you know with with, with 12 ounce, and now you're gonna get 16 ounce of Jade, which it's a lot of that's a lot of Jade. So, that's a lot of Jade. <laughs> that's a lot of Jade. Uh, you can't take many Jades to, yeah. before you can't drive. Uh, but um, <laughs> seeing double in a four pack. Yeah, that's a bad idea. Well, yeah. yeah, well, you know, wine is trying, right? They're doing some cans, but yeah. some guys are making wine in like a twelve ounce can. That's almost two and a half glasses of wine <laughs> on a hot summer day. That's a lot. Yeah. So a some of them are learning um, and getting some smaller There's cans, small, like six eight ounce six eight ounce cans, and, and they're yeah. insulating them so they're you're insulating them, yeah. so you don't have the metallic taste. And, yep. And some of the big brands, they're really good, really good brands, are going into cans. Yeah. Uh, because they realize that you know if I want to have my my wine at certain venues, mm-hmm. take it to the beach, take it to pool. pool I, I have to go into some a package that's. Uh, yeah, you have to get beer affordable. for the most part, but there is wine. So mm-hmm. and, and and also the big thing is going to be wine and keg. It's going to be it's 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 already a, a nice size selection of wines that are in keg mm-hmm. uh, because places like us and and restaurants um, opening up bottles and having waste is is really what it's causes big the the big expense right. So I can right. have if I can have that ability to start selling wine a little bit less because it's coming in at, in a keg I don't have to worry about the air making it vinegar in, in four days mm-hmm. um, so I have a longer period of time that I can sit on that on that keg and serve that wine and we're working um, on that right now and we, we are gonna have probably by the end of next month uh, wine on in, keg, on keg. Yep. Um, so by the glass everyday special pretty much but wow yeah. very nice that was a question I wasn't gonna ask. I didn't plan on asking, but that's a good question to talk about. To talk about like trends in um, packaging and in bottling and what you guys are seeing. So yeah. wine keg's been around for a yeah. little bit, um, but it's becoming more and more now. So yeah. we're, we're getting we're getting asked, "Hey, do you do wine kegs by distributors and things like that?" Yeah. Um, so that's a good thing because that means there's more variety, mm-hmm. right? So um, I mean, I think we'll keep some standards. It'll be our. It'll be the standards, right? Mm-hmm. It'll be actually rosé. Rosé is a huge category for us, so that's going to be one for sure. Um, as a, you know, like an everyday by the glass special, we'll have bottles, of course, still. But um, yeah, it's it's becoming more and more, and the quality's getting better and better, mm-hmm. um, and choice for well, sure. I would just say that the, you know it used to be that the bigger mass-produced wines, uh, not that they're bad, but they were the ones able to because they had so much volume. Right. They were able to say, okay, well, we, how do we get how do we do this as cheap as possible? Well, mm-hmm. if I throw it in a keg, now I'm getting you know five gallons. Right. A little bit easier than me trying to put it in ten different cases. Mm-hmm. So, um, but now you're starting to get even smaller batch producers mm-hmm. who has really good, really good juice. Uh, they're going, hey, you know what? I can put that in, and I get to save money too. On packaging, because you're not having to put a label and a cork and a so you start taking dollars out of, of the equation, and in. you're able to now make make a little bit better margin on your juice because of that. And we're able to take that savings, pass it on to the consumer, uh, and then you're like, man, I really enjoy that. Then you're gonna go to the bottle <laughs> on the shelf, which is gonna be a little bit more, but, but you're gonna right. go, oh man, that is that is really good stuff. And for us, uh, you know, we do our draft beer, right? We get 
40 some drafts out of a sixtal, depending on how much tasting we do out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but with a wine keg, you're gonna get a lot more. Right. Um, so close to the same price point. So wow. you're gonna, your profit's gonna be much higher on a wine keg than this beer keg. Hmm. Yeah, fascinating. So I, I would definitely see that if there's an area that we grow in over the next year, um, it'd be the offering of what's available in keg. We're gonna probably start with two and then kind of, kind of move from there. But I definitely would see that probably within a year that you know we go to more reds we go to mm-hmm. more whites and, and so um, because it again allows us to have again a competitive price on by the glass because I don't have the risk of opening up a bottle and no one else drinking out of it and no one else drinking out of it right what events do you guys have coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks I know you guys have some regular weekly events you've already hinted on um, but you guys have any well, yeah, talk about those, and then also, do you have any big events coming up in September or October that you want people to know about, that you, that you know about? Well, um, kind of the, the the fun one is going to be, uh, you know, the tailgate uh, food, wine, and beer tailgate uh, dinner that we'll do here. Um, so that's uh, September 19th. Um, again, uh, we'll have that up on our um, Facebook and website, uh, which is loadagrape.com. Uh, and... Um, I would also say in that time, I think we have a couple extra special wine tastings. Oh, yeah. So um, August, we have uh, uh, Merkin Vineyards, which is um, Tool, the mm-hmm. guy that has the band Tool. That's his vineyard oh, out okay. of Arizona. That's coming up in t- two weeks, I think. Um, and then uh, we have a French wine tasting as well coming up in August. So those are a couple of sp- uh, special tastings coming up. Um, of course, in October, yeah. uh, I would let everybody know, you know, stay tuned for, uh, we'll do a pumpkin beer tasting, and mm-hmm. we'll also do an Oktoberfest beer tasting. Um, I, I think we're starting to figure out if we're going to do those as Wednesdays or possibly a Saturday afternoon special tasting. Separate tasting, uh, right. Because uh, those those are two that are very much in demand in yeah. October. Um, we also have uh, Andy's favorite on the 24th of September, a Chateauneuf du Pop tasting um so that's that that thursday uh, thursday the september 26th um that's why in the world yep it's very good stuff um we also um will possibly have um um well during that time as well uh, we have now added a higher end wine club mm-hmm. uh the grand reserve club those bottles retail between 40 and 60 dollars a bottle um and we'll be doing those tastings on the first thursday of each month uh or every other month so you'll have that uh that tasting um well, we're you know we're different than everybody so we've done potato chip pairings we've done beer and candy pairings we've done ice cream pairings with wine mm-hmm. um i'm sure we'll have a candy pairing coming up for halloween Mm-hmm. Um, I know we've talked about a, a, a champagne vintage tasting coming up in December. Um, and we'll so. probably this year do it for both beer and wine. Last year we just yeah. did it for beer, so this yeah. year we'll probably do candy with one wine. one with beer and then one with wine because yeah. we always had more candy left over. So yeah, because yeah, you know <laughs> that's what you do at home. You know, we're we're, we're going to repeat that process for things you do at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that's it's all it's all that education thing and and, and what you can do and take home. And we'll probably do a um, Halloween party on the 31st in here. Mm-hmm. And we'll have, a, we'll have a Thanksgiving dinner, too. Mm-hmm. And we'll yeah. do a Thanksgiving dinner. And a lot of rosé? A lot of rosé. Because he knows uh, <laughs> that um, I definitely strongly encourage that on a Thanksgiving day you have rosé. Because um, it is not a... You can not do a... demeanor. You can do Riesling. You can do rosé. <laughs> well, I think on the rosé, it's because it's, it's, it, there's nothing... So there's, many options. There's no, on the rosé, there's not a uh, 
characteristic of the of the wine that's going to take over your palate. It's more there to cleanse and let you taste the food. So that's why I think rosé is perfect when you're trying to yeah. mix so many different types of foods on a, on a table. Um, yeah, but so. again, that's for our dinners. We do a beer and wine dinner, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it goes back to the whole process. Whether you know somebody, one of the couple doesn't like beer, or one of them doesn't like wine. But you know what? When you try a stout with you know a pecan pie whipped cream on it. It's going to be good. I don't care if you don't like beer or not. <laughs> you're going to like that flavor in your mouth. Or, you know, whatever pairings we make, we pick a beer and a wine to go with it and say, hey, if you like beer, try it with that food. If you don't like beer, I bet you'll like it with that pairing. Right. Um, also coming up this fall um, is going to be a uh, wine education series on, on French wines. Oh. Um, so we're with Queen of Wines. With Queen of Wines mm-hmm. distributing uh, out of, out of uh, Raleigh. Um, so... Um, so that's something to look forward to if you want to learn a little bit more yeah. uh, about that, French wines. Three months, yeah, series. Okay. October, November, December. You, you can either choose to come to all three, or you can come to come. the one that you just that you want to go to. So awesome! All right, and folks can follow you at your website loadedgrape.com. Mm-hmm. Loadedgrape.com or uh, at loadedgrape loaded. Facebook slash loadedgrape. Uh, Instagram is loadedgrape. Mm-hmm. Um, those are our three main platforms. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks guys so much. Um, this will be a lot of fun. It's been fun talking to you guys, and I'm ready to get some wine. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to the second part of our two-part with Danny and Andy of Loaded Grape. We really enjoyed spending time with them. Uh, always enjoy that. If you're in Greensboro or in the area, definitely swing by and visit Loaded Grape. If you want to follow them on social media, they're on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Loaded Grape. And if you are uh, wanted to see what new events they have coming up, check out their website at loadedgrape.com. Thanks, guys, and we'll see you next week. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this week's Brew News. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe and give us a rating in whichever app you found us on. We value your feedback, and it also helps the show reach more listeners. If you have any thoughts or suggestions for future breweries or are with a brewery and would like to join us, feel free to tweet or follow us on Twitter at brew underscore news. We're on Instagram at brewnewspod, and you can visit our website, brewnewspod.com, where we will post links, photos, and tasting notes. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever podcast platform you use. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week with more exciting brew news. Cheers. Cheers. Have you ever wondered how you could join the Brew News crew? Well, swing over to patreon.com slash brewnewspod and you can join us. We have three different tiers for all of our patrons. At the logger level, you earn early access to all of our podcast episodes. At the IPA level, you get early access to our podcast episodes, but you get special weekly beer tastings that are done by various members of the crew. And you get special video presentations, including our Beer Miss Special. At the stout level, you get everything you get at the IPA level, but you also get to appear on one episode of the Brew News Pod, and when we have some swag, we'll send some your way. So feel free to swing over to patreon.com slash brewnewspod. That again is patreon.com slash brewnewspod and join the crew.